America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It. Or not. Well, that show where we believe it. Or maybe we don't. Mm. How you doing today, Trev? I'm pretty good. It's very hot, very warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, tis the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've mm. been sitting in front of a fan all day, and I think uh, pretty soon I'm going to make a trip to get a air conditioner. Because yeah, uh, what the call. hell am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's this bad right now, yeah, how the rest of the summer is going to be? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, ho, ho, ho. it is June, so it is hot. But what else is in June, Damien? Uh, dads and grads. Dads and grads. That is very true. And uh, Pride Month. That's Pride oh, Month. Right, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And dads and grads. Well, I mean, they don't they never shut up about it. Those dads and grads. It's like, true. They won't stop yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never knew what to get my dad for Father's Day because all the gifts were like around golf or sports. And my you get him was, a tie. Yeah. He, he wore bolo ties. <laughs> well, I, I mean, all you're supposed to get a dad is a tie. If that's you get him true. anything else, then yeah. what's the point? It's true. It's true. Um, so yeah, it's Pride Month. So of course, I thought I'd talk about um, kind of the history of the relationship between uh, Christianity and uh, and and the gays. <laughs> uh, I I I feel like this is not going to be a good one. Uh, nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. <sighs> okay, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's, uh... so, trigger warning. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, a bit of a rough one. Um, I also want to say, like, I think we're only going to scratch the surface. Oh, no doubt. I mean, there's no way that you're yeah. going to be able to do more than that. Yeah, this is a huge topic. I am uh, not, uh, well, I mean, I'm not an expert in anything we talk about, but like, definitely, like, this is one where mm-hmm. I'm going to miss some stuff. And please feel free to correct me or, or give your input. Uh, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so obviously the Bible's homophobic. Mm-hmm. There's not really any way around that. It says that if someone sleeps with another, like if a man sleeps with another man, then that's an abomination and they should both be put to death. So that's pretty clear. The Bible is um, not very forgiving. Uh, some would argue that the New Testament is a little bit more forgiving, but uh, Jesus never talked about homosexuality. Mm-hmm which is true, but Paul definitely did. So he talked about it quite a bit, but he was also kind of a prude, thought that any sex that wasn't for procreation was was not that cool. Right. So that's kind of where, like, some people who argue that, you know, the Bible is actually not, the New Testament's not super homophobic. It's just like, he was, he just had this view of sex or whatever. And, um, but... Yeah. Other people say that um, because Paul talked about uh, the thorn in his flesh, Mm -hmm. about this sin he couldn't shake. And some people think that that's because he struggled with homosexual, like same sex attraction. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people have theorized about what that could be, that he was talking about the sin he couldn't fight. 
he had trouble fighting. So some people think that means mm-hmm. he was into dudes, but who knows? That's more speculation. But I mean, he does protest a lot. So it's interesting too, saying like that it is something that was in the Bible. I'm, I'm curious where where that kind of uh, homophobia initially stemmed from. You know, like I wonder what the what the climate was and in, in yeah. that part of the world where these things were being written and put into place. Because I know I know that there are some cultures who who are a little more like open about it a little more fluid about it but i, I don't mm-hmm. really know necessarily know what the what the climate was at this time yeah because like i mean living around greeks and romans right well i knew it it was uh for a while they had it where uh like an older man would take a young yeah younger boy right yeah exactly and isn't that where the term platonic relationship came from because plato's like i don't want to do that yeah. Oh, is that work? Yeah, that makes sense. That, that's what I heard. I could yeah. be wrong. I could be completely wrong. But... And I think it was also seen as kind of a decadence thing, kind of a like mm. it's that's what the rich people do. And it was also right. seen as, um, you know, yeah, that was a Roman and Greek thing. And we're we're trying to separate ourselves from them and and do, you know, be holy and right. blah, blah, blah. And it's funny that then the Romans took them over later and then yeah. there was the Holy Roman Empire. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, that had to do a lot. There was <laughs> some of that homophobia in there too. Oh, because totally. as, you know, the Roman Empire starts to fall, they start to look for ways to fix it and stuff. And part of that is, well, we, you know, we're so sexually active and that's right. so free. Maybe that's like part of the reason our culture is diminishing. So mm-hmm. here's this religion that says all this stuff is bad. So why don't we adapt this religion so uh, well it's always it's always things that they deem as like deviant behavior right it's yeah that they can point their fingers to and be like see this is why these things are happening yeah exactly and yeah it's that scapegoating thing and yeah there there are some people who say that early christians besides paul were way more welcoming to the lgbtq people but and especially like same-sex relationships but it doesn't really seem to be the the fact maybe tolerant in the fact that that's a culture that they were in mm-hmm. but not and so you can't really like discriminate because you, you're not in a power to discriminate really but also they weren't n- nice to them or like welcome them into their communities so right <laughs> yeah as the roman empire turns more into like the roman catholics the church it's you know more and more homophobic laws coming in and more and more like just outright bans and death penalties for uh, homosexuality. But I guess there was a brief time in the Middle Ages where that wasn't necessarily the case. They were a little bit more, at least turning a blind eye to same-sex relations, kind of not necessarily celebrating it, but there was a period of time where it was kind of just less persecution, probably because more powerful people were Right. When when was this? I don't remember actually when. Um, and I do apologize for not writing down the date for that. But yeah. But then like law, they, like if laws came about against sodomy and things like that, it was usually only used because they knew one of their rivals was in a same sex relationship or was having sex with men so that that way they could use that to to get like that person. Political leverage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm hmm. People in, pa- people in power using these rules to benefit themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Yeah. But yeah, you know, as you know, the modern era comes about, it's still 
the people are still hated like you look at oscar wilde he's you know thrown in jail you look at like any kind of famous um gay person through history and a lot of them are it's you know just severely persecuted like for example even in world war ii the pink triangles on gay people in the concentration camps even when like they were freed and the allies came in and freed most of the people they still kept the gay people prisoners yeah and then so for a long time homosexuality was considered a mental illness mm-hmm. so things like psychiatrists couldn't be uh, can be openly gay because that w- they would be opening like openly saying they have a mental illness and you can't right. be a psychologist or psychiatrist if you have a mental illness and yeah so so for years it wasn't necessarily like it was a fight between gay activists and and Christians because they were so pushed down that it was like, it was pretty much just underground. And then I can't imagine, like I can't imagine being able to like kind of process that, like you're liberating like a camp or something like that. And you're freeing all these people. They're like, all right, you guys are all good, but not you guys. Yeah. Like, like how insane that must be. Yeah. Just to be like, we're here because we're trying to stop. We were trying to stop something that was very evil and very bad. And, and then you're just going to do the exact same thing to a a certain group of people in in this situation. It's, 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 it's very, it's hard to understand. Yeah, it really is. And yeah. And cause I mean, I think there's a lot of separation too of like, Mm-hmm. people not seeing this as this is who this person is but they see it as oh this is an act this person is committing so they see it more as like the act and they like but it's still hatred either way like it's still yeah 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 i don't know if i buy that yeah <laughs> no it's it's the thing is yeah it's it's internalized homophobia and then mm-hmm. we'll see as it goes further you just use more and more oh the bible says it's bad so i'm justified in my in my opinion, it doesn't go, you don't go into the Bible and say, Oh, what does the Bible say? And then, okay, that's what my opinion is. No, you, you have hatred and then you're like, Hey, what's a, what's the thing I can use to justify my hatred. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's the same thing you people use to fight against women's rights. Same people used to same thing people use to justify slavery. Like yeah. now you, you brought up the one, that one like little bit in the Bible. Is there much, else other than that that really delves into this delves no like it never mentions lesbians okay <laughs> like it's like they don't exist probably because they didn't care what women do because they don't because the bible is also sexist well, yeah, um because they're not people or whatever right? yeah they're property and, so exactly and it also like it a lot of times it just lists it in a list mm-hmm. of sins and the new testament it's like there'll be a list of things you shouldn't do and okay and that's like one of them and it's done like a, a few times then yeah Right. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I'd, I'd like to see just like how much time is paid to it for something that is such a big deal to yeah. uh, mainstream Christianity. Exactly. Yeah. Because it seems like such a minute, tiny detail that could be very, one of those ones that should be very easily just kind of been like, what does this matter that like, no, this isn't something yeah. that we're going to interpret in our way or, or whatever. But for some reason, I guess, I guess the big thing is probably again, politics and power, right? Yeah. Politics and power. Exactly. And then the civil rights movement is happening. And then obviously Stonewall, a lot of talk about Stonewall this time of year. And I think it's yep. 
important like to talk about it um i was reading a bit about it today it's it's just like a crazy story because it was an illegal bar it was like a mob run bar and they would just pay the police off but you can't pay all the police off all the yeah. time and and then they have these like morality groups that would like yeah like morality police basically and then come in and like search yeah search trans people for genitalia things like that like it was just awful awful stuff and obviously then they're you know they fought back and and thank god they did thank all the gods that they did because mm-hmm. yeah why is somebody hammering right next to me because <laughs> they do construction during the day i guess it's not quite five yet but ugh. anyways yeah so so obviously then yeah the the gay rights mm-hmm. movement really starts to take off and then uh, yeah obviously so does the christian rights opposition to it so we got anita jane bryant anita bryant she was mm-hmm. a a singer with a few top 40 hits. What were some of her hits? She had a song called Paper Roses. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she she was also a Miss Oklahoma Beauty Pageant uh, winner. Yeah, and she was a spokesperson for Florida Orange Juice as well. But then she started the Save Our Children campaign in 1977, where uh, she spoke out against gay rights. She was very outspoken against gay adoption and pretty much she she fought against gay people being teachers because she thought that they would that they wanted to be teachers so that they could you know yeah well the association of pedophilia and homosexuality was something very strong for a very yeah. long time yeah it was yeah and yep. that by design like that's kind of like you can't like i mean you, you can convince people but like people with a working brain oh totally that, yeah that like two people who have you know, two adults can make a decision about who they want to have consensual sex with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you switch the narrative to, no, it's actually, we're fighting for the children. It's like, yeah, but they're it's, not. It's always for the children with yeah. them. But it, it never is for the children for no. them. That's the thing. No. It's never for the children. It's for their beliefs. And then it's for their, like, they want to get a win some way. It's the same with like abortion rights. They don't care about the children. Yeah. No. They don't care about babies. As soon as that kid is fucking born, they don't care. They don't care if it's thrown into poverty. They don't care if it's thrown into a broken home or thrown into a foster system. They don't know. They don't give a shit about any no. of that. No, they don't. If they did. Yeah. They would promote safe sex and they would promote birth control and they would promote like free uh, daycare and, and things like that. Yeah, they would promote things that help the child and young mother, but no, yeah. they don't. They don't give a shit about that. That's as soon as a kid is born, you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, right? Yeah, and it's the same with it's the same with this. Like they don't yeah. care about the kids; they just no. care about having a villain that they can persecute and exactly. then pass the blame. It's it's disgusting. Well, because she was a spokesperson for Florida Orange Juice at the time, this caused a big boycott within the gay community for Florida Orange Juice. Yeah, fuck so. Orange Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, and of course, she teamed up with everyone's favorite, Jerry Falwell. Oh, OK, um, good. Yeah. And, and yeah, the moral majority got on board for this one. You know, that the organization that started because they didn't want to allow black people in their schools. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. A, what a what a fucking bunch of losers you got to be to call yourselves the moral majority. Yeah. And when they call themselves the silent majority as well, it's like you have never been silent. Like, yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah. It's (laughs) again. That's the same. Like, like we're not allowed to say anything. There's a war on us. It's like I don't know. You seem to be going on a lot of like you know national platforms and speaking your mind quite open. Exactly. Like anyone silencing you. Yeah. Like people who say they've been uh, canceled when they're they have their own TV show. Yeah. I'm being canceled. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's listening to me. It's like, well, I think your millions of people following you right now are listening yeah, to you. I think they are. Yeah. yeah. So Jerry Falwell, of course, very outspoken against two people loving each other for some reason. And he probably because he's in a loveless marriage full of uh, bullshit and sin. And yeah. he's just trying to pass the blame yeah. on somebody else. Exactly. That would be my guess anyway. He once told a crowd that gay folks would just as soon kill you as look at you. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. I'm sure he did his research on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like a couple of years ago when Pat Robertson said that uh, gay people in San Francisco walk around with little rings so that they can stab you with the AIDS. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. 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 Like That's insane. Yeah. In the nineties, Jerry Falwell said that uh, called Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Ellen DeGenerate. Okay. Well, I mean, pretty, pretty clever. That's, that's not a bad zing, but <laughs> <laughs> but the other, but I mean, like, especially the like the ring thing. Considering like how devastating that whole thing was for the gay community, yeah, and just like the constant fear and death that happened there, to just be so trivialized in the sense is like, oh, they're trying to give everybody AIDS is. Yeah, it's it's really gross. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid, though, even uh, watching TV on Sunday morning, Jerry Fowler would be on it. He would always show clips from the Pride Parade and things like that, mm-hmm. trying to show like how evil and degenerate these people are. There was no love in anything that guy ever did. Everything he did just was about hatred. And and I think that was a good way for him to get an audience, too. I think he thrived on that that people liking him for saying, you know, saying the things that nobody else would say. I'm just speaking the truth or whatever. And it's like, no, you're just a hateful bigot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's always like a good cop out. Like I'm just speaking the truth. Yeah. It's just the truth. Like, no. Yeah. It's just what the Bible says. Yeah. It's not, it's not the truth. Open your goddamn eyes. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, AIDS, the AIDS epidemic happened, obviously, and this gave a lot of fuel to evangelicals and uh, to say that this is a punishment from God. Um, sorry, I was just looking up Jerry Falwell, and I think this is a really funny thing that uh, he had a lawsuit against Hustler magazine because they did a mock interview where they s- said that he admits his first time was with incest with his mother in an outhouse while drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he sued them. Yeah, that's why you seen. Have you seen that People versus Larry Flint? I haven't. Oh, okay, it's uh, yeah, it's a good one. That's why I always referred to Jerry Falwell as actual movie villain Jerry Falwell. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, speaking of that, there's a new movie coming out called The Eyes of Tammy Faye about Tammy Faye Baker. Okay. And I saw the trailer today, and it looks fantastic. And once again, the the villain is Jerry Falwell because <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad guy. Yeah. And his son, uh, also not so good. So, no, no. got a few of them. Generational bullshit, right? They're yeah. following in the footsteps because that's where the money is. Yeah, exactly. And look, like, uh, look at the Trumps. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that Ivanka always said that she would rein him in and, and fight for women's rights and stuff like that. She never did any of that stuff. No, 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 no. But it's a good soundbite and it makes people be like, oh, she's the good one. Yeah, exactly. And of course, like, so Reagan is elected because of the moral majority and because of the Christian right. So, and then, you know, the AIDS, AIDS epidemic is happening on his watch. Mm -hmm. So of course he does shit all to help these people who are dying. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was such a crazy time in the States for all of that, too. Like you said, yeah. like with the moral majority and everything, too. Like they didn't they didn't really seem to do anything with with anything. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's like how, you know, Trump responded to a pandemic. Well, it was all it was all pomp and circumstance. It was like, like I don't I don't know too much about a lot of that, but I know a bit more like about the PMRC hearings. And the yeah, too. that's true. Yeah. Like, again, where it was just it was just these these outspoken Christian people who had husbands in power who wanted to complain about bad words, right? Yeah. Again, it's like there's some really serious shit happening right now and this is what you're making a big deal out of? Yeah, exactly. People are dying, people are getting sick, and you're making an issue about music lyrics. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in 82, Larry Speaks was the press secretary for Reagan and a reporter asked him about whether or not the president was tracking the spread of AIDS. And he just, he started laughing and he said, I don't have it. Do you have it? And then like, that's how he responded to you, to it. And then everybody started laughing. And then he said, do you, you didn't answer my question. How do you, how do you know? And it's like, so it's like, yeah, this is just a gay thing. Like, haha, let's just move on. And yeah, that's what they referred to it. Didn't they for a long time? Yeah, it's the gay disease. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really until it started affecting, you know, people with blood transfusions and things like that, that they started doing anything to act on it. Well, but even then, all that did was like further vilify. Yeah. Okay, people too, though. It's yeah, not exactly. Like, it's not like they're like, oh, we were wrong to call it this. It was just like, oh, here's another reason to hate them. Yeah. And so, of course, that caused more and more activism for, you know, for mm-hmm the good people and it was really the activism of of different groups but a group called act up was one of them that was fighting for you know the government to do anything about the aids crisis and it's really like a lot of what they did and a lot of what other organizations like that did to like yeah get it to where you know the government was acting and eventually did something basically reagan's whole presidency though they're he doesn't care about it at all. Well, he was working on Star Wars, right? Yeah, exactly. Full defense. Yeah. It continues on and it keeps continuing on today. We saw in 2008 with Prop 8, we saw just how much, how many churches just spent millions of dollars to to fight against people's right to get married. Yep. Yeah. And the reaction after legalization with people like Kim Davis and like other activists like that trying to do anything they can to Mm -hmm. to fight it. And I mean, it it seems like uh, they're starting to realize they've lost this battle. So that's nice. Uh, That's not going to stop them from fighting uh, other things and and in some ways Mm -hmm. fighting homosexuality and and any sort of rights that they can infringe. Mm -hmm. For example, right now with the fighting of the Equality Act. Right. Yeah. And which, how do you think as a person, you're going to go down in history fighting something called the Equality Act? 
Well, I mean, that's that's one of those things, too, that their argument would be like, it's the same way, like why, unlike the other side, they create things like the Freedom Act or, you know, the Patriot Act. Right. Like these aren't things that equal freedom or patriotism. If anything, they're taking away your rights or this perceived idea of it. Right. So they're they're looking at it in that way. It's just like, well, it's taking away our rights. Yeah. So it it's it's this weird it's it's just a gross naming thing like yeah it really is but and, then uh, they just they're taking it and they're like they're going to say like this is why it's good and like and yeah. it is an equality like uh, i don't know if that's true but yeah i don't know and the, yeah there was actually a bill in california i actually don't know the status of it outlawing conversion therapy and a lot of yeah. pastors were upset about that because it outlawed pastors from like telling people that they're broken and need to be fixed yeah because they're wrong yeah they're wrong and that's incredibly damaging to a kid <laughs> yeah, no shit. yeah it's like yeah that should be illegal in my opinion but well that's you know it's it's funny like you're saying like a lot of them they're realizing that they've kind of lost that battle and they're going back on it it just it feels like it feels like when corporations are like, we love gay people now. Yeah. Like Pride month, they put the, the flag up and they're like, we, we love you, you. We love like the LGBTQ plus community and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. You don't nope. care about you don't care about any of them. In fact, a lot of these corporations actively fought against them. And now it's mm-hmm. just like, well, we want to be cool and we want to, you know, we want your money. And that's the same with the churches, right? We want your yeah. money. It's all it's all fucking optics with these. Oh, yeah. And a lot of those corporations, too, are are giving money to right wing organizations Mm -hmm. and anti-gay organizations while they put a rainbow flag on the cookie or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the big thing, too. It's like in the States and Canada, like in general, I mean, we need to we need to take corporations out of politics. We need to Mm -hmm. to fucking tax the rich people appropriately. I mean, I was just seeing a thing that. I think it was saying something that the amount of money that Jeff Bezos made in like the last 10 years was like $16 billion and he was taxed less than 1% of that. And yet the average person was taxed like way more than that. Like it's insane. And then, and then you figure all the churches aren't taxed, all that stuff. Like think about, about how much additional revenue could be coming in that could actually help people like it could yeah. it would solve the healthcare crisis it would make sure that a lot of like basic infrastructure is going around we could we could feed in home and mental health facilities for the homeless and you know foster children and addiction centers and mental health all that shit could be taken care of if yeah. these people were appropriately taxed and appropriately held accountable and weren't allowed to just dump millions of dollars to get their causes pushed into politics. Yeah. Area. But no, 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 no. It's you're getting a payday. It doesn't matter. Fuck everyone else. Uh, yeah. I got to get mine. And you still have a bunch of hate groups mm-hmm. kicking around. Of that, course. Yeah. And they always disguise themselves as like family protecting the family or whatever. Yeah. Like 1 million moms is the, is, is a joke. Like it's, yeah, it's, right. I mean, it'd be a funnier joke if they weren't a hate group, <laughs> but like their methods are so stupid and they're so bad at it, but they mm-hmm. also make the news because they're so bad at it. And like, I used a clip of them fighting against uh, toy story four because they showed a couple in the background, uh, a same sex couple in the background, hugging their kid. 
And uh, they also fought against DuckTales because there was uh, gay dads and they fought against Target for having Ellen as their spokesperson, which I agree now. Ellen seems like not the nicest person, but I don't think that's why. I don't think it's. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, being a nice person and and being a hateful, like, uh, like a moral bigoted person is very different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I probably won't watch Ellen, but I didn't before either. So, yeah, I wasn't Um, a big fan, but I don't You know what? her not being nice is not necessarily a reason to be canceled. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe trying to be nicer, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Again, it comes back to what I said. They don't care about the kids. No, they don't. That's not what it is at all. Yeah. It's just, it's an excuse to push their hatred and their belief systems. That's yeah. all it is. Exactly. And now there's so much, the fight is against trans rights. And uh, this last year was in the States was like record breaking for the amount of trans anti-trans bills that were introduced into state houses. Most of them are written by Christian right wing groups and just given to the congressmen to be like or the state representatives to be like, here, introduce this. It's it's funny because to them, it almost seems like this is some unstoppable wave, like it's like a a pandemic even right yeah something that affects the whole world and everywhere you go it's it's popping up and causing these problems and and hurting people and killing people kind of like a, a pandemic almost yeah. and um you know what uh, unlike you know the the actual pandemic that most of these laws and lawmakers didn't really give a shit about for a very long time mm-hmm. actually popping up and and killing people you know like like a pandemic um, instead of this thing that is a very small minority of people yeah. who are just trying to live their lives and exactly. just want to be treated like like people, like yeah. the people that they deserve to be treated like, and just yeah. to be. Yeah. But no, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta say how they're they're invading our schools and our our bathrooms, and they're gonna. It's it's disgusting, and I yeah. don't. I don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. I hate it. And yeah, I mean, I've had people comment on the YouTube thing too about, uh, oh yeah, so you just want these like butch men pretending to be women, women in sports. Is that what you want? And it's like, these bills are for kids and like kids sports are supposed to be about community and stuff. We can have a separate conversation about like the Olympics. <laughs> again, again, yeah. That's another thing too. That is such an inconsequentially small almost never happens thing yeah (laughs) like why even bring that up yeah exactly yeah and it just it's like this yeah kids sports are about community and about building their their self-esteem and about building their self-worth and then all of a sudden you're just going to tell them that Mm -hmm. oh yeah you're not who you identify as and you have to go play with these people and yeah yeah but um the other the other thing too is that People like uh, there's this pastor called Scott Lively and there's churches like um, International House of Prayer and missions groups and stuff from, uh, you know, all these different organizations that have spread this hate around the world and things like the bill, like in Uganda, the death penalty for homosexuality and things like that all come from North American evangelical Christians spreading this hate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, there's another reason to hate fucking missions trips. Yeah. Yeah, let's go build a school and spread hate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any other thoughts on homophobia? 
uh, if you're Pardon. a homophobe, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if you're a homophobe, fuck you. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I was talking to my brother the other day about this asshole. We knew I was like, fuck that guy. And I was like, you know what? Fucking is pleasurable. Unfuck that guy forever. <laughs> That's fair. I think, you know what? It's one of those things too. Like, I think so many people are, are they're, un- they're uncomfortable with it because they don't, they don't understand it. They're not really exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so easy to get stuck in those those small bubbles and just not actually meet the people who you're hating. Right. Mm-hmm. And in that case, like any of the few times where they do, they they never really meet those people. They're they're just they're just expressing their views onto them and then reacting to those rather than actually getting to understand somebody or know somebody. They're never exposed to these things in real life. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I think most of these people were genuinely to, you know, have a conversation with some of these people. They yeah. might, they might step back a little bit and kind of reexamine where this hatred comes from. Mm-hmm. I, I hope, I hope. Yeah, me too. I don't, I don't know if everyone would, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I think that's, that's, that just, you know, sometimes you need to get out of your, your bubble yeah. a little bit, you know I what? So. Yeah. And just talk to people. It's kind of like what I said earlier, where it's like, you have, you, you have the hate first and then you, then you find the justification. And for me, uh, in a lot of ways, it was, I realized that I couldn't hate, people just based on who they are and i couldn't be in an organization that hated people based on who they are Mm -hmm. and i think yeah we have to and at first i just meant i changed churches and i went to an lgbt uh uh, um affirming church yeah but eventually it was like yeah but i'm still in this group that i yeah i can't justify saying that that i'm part of this group anymore because they're hateful bigots and I think another thing too is we just have to keep challenging people mm-hmm. on their on their beliefs and on their homophobia. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, like I mean, there are some there are tons of people within the church and and you know just everyday people who are supportive and are you know open and understand that these are people too. Yeah. So all we can hope is that you know there are more of those people who exactly. are who are standing up for the other people's rights and helping them and being there and you know yeah. doing something positive yeah exactly well should we move on to uh some patreon thank yous yeah let's uh let's say thank you oh my god wow thank you so much oh, oh thank you oh thank you thank you so much Welcome to the Bible study. Um, we're going to start soon. We're going to talk about when David had to get a bunch of foreskins for Saul and how that applies to our lives today. But um, it, you know what? I, I got to say, Trev, it has been something that has been coming up more and more often mm-hmm. than you would think. So thank you so much for bringing that up. And yes. I, I can't wait till we can delve deeper into that. Mm-hmm. As true today as it was mm-hmm. when it when it was written. Yep. But uh, first, let's uh, thank a couple people. 
Right. Uh, so we would like to thank today our good friends, Amy, Bernice, and Lee. Thank you guys so, so very much. Mm -hmm. And I just have a quick prayer request for, for Zachary. Since things are opening up a little bit more, we've been able to see, you know, people a little bit more, still with caution, but um, Zachary's been really trying to get people to do some ultimate Frisbee with him. And uh, which, which is nice. And we're, we're really glad that you wanted to spend time with us, but no, dude, we're not, we're not doing the Frisbee. We're not going to toss that disc with you. Yeah. Sorry, Zachary. Just uh, nobody likes ultimate Frisbee anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just we've moved on. But yeah, so we just lift up Zachary today and uh, and have everybody if everybody can lift up Zachary. Mm-hmm. Anyways, where we were, um, David said, actually, what I'll do is I'll get you 200 Philistine foreskins. <laughs> but, uh, should yeah. we do a Christian rock lyric? Let's do it. Let's listen to some rock and or roll music. <laughs> Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Here I am. Christian rock to you like a Jesus cane. Oh, nice. Or candy oh, cane, I guess. Because isn't uh, it a J? That's true. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. No, that that's true. that's a that's a Christian myth. <laughs> this this sounds a little different, uh, Damien. Oh. I think it would still be considered a Christian rock uh, lyric because it it somehow got under the Christian rock banner on Apple. Okay. And which pissed a lot of people off. Oh, uh, this is fun. Yeah. So it's by Semler, which is actually Grace Baldridge. Anyways, Grace does a show called Saving Grace. Something okay. like that. What was it? But she goes around and interviews Christians on different topics or interviews people on different LGBT, right. LGBTQ topics. And she's amazing and fantastic. But she recorded an album kind of over the over the pandemic in her house and uh, released it. And it became the number one Christian album on iTunes. And oh, wow. which made a lot of people pretty mad. Uh, she grew up the album's called Preacher's Kid. She grew up as a preacher's kid, obviously. And the whole album, a lot like it's pretty much just like a criticism of the church, criticism of Christian culture, things mm-hmm. like that. Let's this, hear these lyrics. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, this song's called uh, Jesus from Texas. My mom turned 18 in the 1960s and she doesn't remember Stonewall. To be fair, she can't have known I'd be her kid, that the bricks launched at the police would compel me to exist. And I think about that now down the ballot of the ones I love and don't know yet. I voted for you. I'm going to skip a little bit ahead. And these days I believe in Bigfoot more than God because who's he hurting? I grew up a preacher's kid cleaning up after communion. So I know that a church is not a way to live. It's a weekly reunion. Wow. Yeah. Nah, she's so great. I'll have to take a listen to this. Actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm, this is one of the times where we have a Christian rock lyric that I'm like, okay, let's actually hear what this is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's such a good album. And uh, I recommend it. That's my recommendation of the week. Well, and you know what? The fact that it's number one on the Christian charts is uh, good. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's great. I mean, yeah. that's that's really great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, listen, me and Damien have a live stream to record. Mm-hmm. If you want to be part of the next one, um, join us over at Patreon. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but uh, any, either way, thank you for listening. And um, again, I'm sorry that we really just touched the service on this one, but it's such a, it's such a deep and longstanding topic and one that we 
we truly can't really speak on like properly so again it's all it's it's this is just the surface and we know that there's so much more so we'd love to hear uh, other people's stories and from other people who can who can enlighten us and enlighten everyone else too yeah we we look forward to hearing from you guys Mm -hmm. bye everybody we love you work 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 sky moon (laughs)